The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice, April Fool's Day ads. My favorite one um, was by the new, uh, newish airline Lyft. Um, and it's one of those things where for a nanosecond you go, what? Oh, yes. But they've got you already. Um, and Lyft did one with a dogs-only airline service. And dogs would be given oh. special treats and special all sorts of things. You go, seriously? There's a mark? Oh, I've been taken. Damn these people. So I shouted at the marketing director at, at Lyft, and he was delighted. Um, so what ones did you see? Were there any decent ones that you came across, Andy? Well, I didn't see that lift one. It sounds like I must uh, hunt it down. But um, I was a bit concerned this year. You know, we always it's a chance for agencies to unleash their creativity un, um, unconstrained by things like client briefs and budgets. And there's always one or two gems in there. But I just thought maybe this year, you know, we might not see very much at all because they might be saying, well, we've got no budget whatsoever and the state of the economy is so miserable. But then, of course, there's the other side of that same coin where perhaps you say we're having such a bad time that we deserve a little lightheartedness and a little smile. And yes, I did find a few smiles out there. There seems to be some interesting product development strategies coming to the fore. Um, Woolies, our favorite retailer, has um, launched, it says, even complete with a, a photograph of the pack, um, a new flavor of their chocolate chuckles, chuckles being those little things, those little round ones, um, uh, normally with, with shortbread or, or, um, or raisins within. Only this one is actually chicken-flavored malt puffs in, in milk chocolate. So the Chuckles Rotisserie brand uh, is, <laughs> is um, a mix of chicken and chocolate, which sounds really yummy, doesn't it? I mean, that sounds like a good one to go for. There was a time um, where fancy dinner parties, you'd go and you'd have uh, fillet steak with chocolate sauce and then they're sort of putting chili in the chocolate and thank goodness that didn't last very long. So it's not beyond the realms of insanity that some twit would put chicken and chocolate together. It'd be disgusting, but well, it's that's, not beyond the realms of possibility. The, no, you're absolutely right, Bruce. And that's the, that's the thing about clever 1st of April um, jokes, campaigns, brands, is that you look at it and you say, that actually could be quite quite true as in as you did with with lift perhaps and uh, when they're completely mad and off the wall then it's rather easier to spot see through them quite early on and not humiliate yourself in in the conversation with your mates but another one that um, will have an interesting um, audience uh, is from fairview now fairview are one of those wine estates that is um, particularly innovative i would say they've gone into cheese and they've gone into all sorts of other uh, varieties of wine um, but the one that's interesting this time is that their, their famous goats were uh, grazing on the Fairview farm only to stumble uh, unknown to the proprietors upon a hidden marijuana weed plantation and as a result the milk that these goats <laughs> have given is well infused with <laughs> with with uh, with weed, and uh, they, so they they've marketed it, they've packaged it, and they called it munchies, which makes some sense to those of you who understand the language of of uh, of, of the weed. Um, and uh, as, as, as with perhaps the the, the Woolworths um, chuckles, they say that the combination of savoury and sweet is what the food franchise is all about. Um, 
And yeah, we'll look, look out on the shelves for Munchies, um, a new range of uh, entertainment products, perhaps as well as food from the Fairview Estate. It's wonderful. And others, yeah. Others, quick, very quickly, um, Oros um, have launched an orange flavored breakfast cereal. Um, and that too is quite quite close to the theoretical. If you think about muesli and with 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 cornflakes or something, then orange flavored flakes is not too far from the truth. Um, and uh, then we have a, a very interesting one, perhaps linked back to that Oros one, which is the um, launch of a new medium organised by I think it's an ad agency called Bain and Bunkle. Um, we've spoken about them before. Um, I can't remember for the life of me who the client was, if anyone. But basically, they have taken everybody's favorite wildlife creature, the Hardidar ibis, <laughs> known for its quiet, hardly audible call. And um, they've somehow developed the technology to allow them to modify the call in such a way that, that um, when the Hardidar ibis <laughs> cries its familiar 6 a.m. cry, <laughs> what comes out is not the usual noise, but a pre-recorded um, sound, which in this case is, of course, going to be brand names. So you're woken up not to the wah, wah of the hardy dar uh, in your garden, but to the same creature shouting, marmite, marmite, or whatever. And um, I think most people would that, that rather, hear, rather, rather hear the hardy dar squawk than be woken up to the cry of marmite first thing in the morning. Jeez, I think you're absolutely right, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> It would be great, of course, for the launch of the uh, Oros breakfast cereal because it's a good good time of day to be getting brand names out there. So yeah, yeah we, very I, we've, had a good, mm. we've had a good crop this year, I would say, of, of April Fool's uh, advertisements. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, aren't your hero, Andy? Um, this isn't your hero. This is what inspired your hero. And anybody who is of a certain age will remember the time when cigarette advertising was allowed um, and this was a cigarette brand that came out of the Rembrandt stable um, and it was marketed on a global platform and it truly was a stroke of genius because it created cigarette smoking as a lifestyle, as an accessory, as an international passport to pleasure. Have a listen to the 1970s and what it sounded like back then, George. <laughs> That wonderful Stuyvesant feeling. The pace of the young, fun world. From the snow runs of Flem to the coral reefs of the Red Sea. The vibrant and racy world of Peter Stuyvesant. Okay. I think you've got the picture now. I mean, it was the, those adverts were legendary in their time, Andy. And they were indeed, they were massive budget because they, these were genuine footage shot in Cancun and shot in the South Pacific or wherever. Um, and uh, yeah, as an advertising agency person, whatever your view of, uh, of, of the morals of smoking and ethics and promoting smoking, you still wanted to get onto a Peter Stuyvesant shoot because that was going to take you somewhere glamorous and it was going to look fantastic on your showreel. So yeah, it was... It was uh, the cost was amortized by the fact that, as you mentioned, it was a global brand. So Peter Stuyvesant was available in 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 all of the, the glamour places, and yeah, you got the line right as well: the international passport to smoking pleasure. 
Now, this was uh, the, the, the work of, and I think a very significant contribution of Anton Rupert, of course, who was legendary in the world of business and of branding and advertising. Um, he understood this as an art form that very, very few people understood then and certainly very few have understood as well since. But there's a story in Ibi Domice's biography of Anton Rupert as to how Anton Rupert goes off to the United States and checks in with the office once a day um, as as he comes to the end of his day in the United States. And he phones the office one day and he says, OK, I'm in New York. I've heard about this guy called Peter Stuyvesant. Um, he was the one-legged Dutch governor of New Amsterdam before it became New York. I want you to come up with some brand ideas for Peter Stuyvesant. And yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir. And off he went. He came back to South Africa a week later and he said, OK, where's the stuff for Peter Stuyvesant? I said, well, we kind of tested it and we figured that nobody knows who Peter Stuyvesant is. And so we've not done that, but we've created a great brand called General Custer. Uh, to which uh, and, uh, and Anton Rupert um, shared his uh, enormous displeasure um, and very quickly General Custer was dismissed and uh, Peter Stuyvesant became the brand and that brand I think still exists to this day but it's just that astonishing ability to understand global zeitgeist at the time and it, it truly was and what's amazing is your hero this week is a play on a 50 year old probably Advertising classic. It's astonishing, actually, what Coronation have done. Andy? I believe, yes, I'm sorry, Bruce. I thought we were going to play the Okay, the well, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that seamlessly yeah, like this. Welcome to your best life. Gather the crew for a road trip on a Monday and feel that adrenaline rush all your blues away. Bask in blushing sunsets you won't believe and uncover hidden places where the dreams of fun worshippers live and breathe. Then frolic among the psychedelic corals down under with ocean puppies full of wonder. Drift gently into eastern forests where ancient wisdom mystifies. And finally witness the miracle of the northern skies. Then get down on the dance floor where the night never, ever dies. Yes, this is the life. This is living to its core. Now tell me, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Very what, what you can't, <sighs> What you can't get from the audio, of course, is... Um, the, the the cast of this uh, coronation fund managers commercial um, are all uh, are in all of the places and and doing all the things that the Peter Stuyvesant young yeah. and uh, and and lithe bodies were were involved with as well. Um, uh, except in this particular case now, uh, the coronation argument is don't wait too long to invest because then you'll have to wait too long to spend. And all the characters in their commercial on the slopes of this, this mountain and swimming in the sea are of a certain age themselves. So they don't have quite the same uh, fun and games out of their, their retirement that uh, uh, a more um, uh, thoughtful and early acting investor might achieve so good things come to those who don't wait to invest start investing today so you can live your best life sooner and the best life is exactly what we've seen except for the age of the participants now here's an interesting point here andy because uh, by playing on a on an advertising theme that's 50 years old 
Um, there, yeah. There's a huge risk here that 99% of people who see that ad today have absolutely no reference point. Isn't that a big risk to go into all of this effort to appeal to a demographic that, you know, is, is has no recall of this? Well, I don't know whether the demographic has a recall. They may well have done some research to find out because it would be um, the, the, the top end of that that demographic will be the people they're targeting and they may well remember um the, the original peter stuyvesant stuff but um yeah there's some risk i mean it's hard to know how you would make a, a, a sustainable campaign out of uh, the concept of borrowing from someone else's advertising so i think it's just someone had a really good idea and thought wouldn't that be fun if and <laughs> the, the client obviously said yes <laughs> and they're giving and it the, a cli- the, the client had lots of money and said of course you can take these people all over the world and the advertising agency said thank you we need to travel we've missed travel and and they had a good time so yes the coronation your best life gets andy's hero for the week but who gets your devastra- devastating and destructive zero andy <laughs> the missile coming over the horizon the exocet um yeah, the, um, we spoke over, over the last couple of weeks more than once about the, the concept of, of brands expanding into new categories um, and therefore having to change their, their communication accordingly. Um, and all of those of you who are familiar with a jolly little analytical tool called the Ansoff Matrix will know that taking a, a new product into a new market is the most high risk and I suppose potentially high reward uh, option open to you. And in this particular case, um, it's the brand Tracker. Now, we all know Tracker as a, uh, a car tracking and recovery service. And here we have Tracker as a home, uh, introducing Tracker home with a Tracker smart geezer. In other words, it's one of those clever Internet of Things options where you can switch your, your geezer on and off and change the temperature um, from, from somewhere else. And uh, this is branded under the tracker identity as um, uh, as, as the, the home smart geezer. And the advertising that goes with it, there's a short uh, 15 or 30 second commercial which just shows a, a guy dancing joyfully through his lounge. Um, and the, the caption says, he's just learned he's made a 40% saving and you'd be dancing too if you did. Now, all of this is fine in one sense but where's the link to tracker why brand this tracker um if they've they've added to it a, a, a little line that says at home on roads in life as if that's trying to to link the three but i i it's a rather indifferent little piece of advertising anyway and i think it's uh, uh quite more likely to be damaging to the tracker brand by the uh, equity going flowing upwards from the um, from the new campaign to the old strong tracker brand. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'll watch with interest, but I, it seems to me that a, a, an automatic geezer turner on or an offer is a strange thing to link directly to the tracker brand, which is all about um, you know protecting your loved ones. And okay, so maybe maybe if they if they break into your house, they may steal your steal your geezer. In which case, you know you wouldn't need to know where it was. Have you uh, ever to tried to it, get but, one of those flipping things out the roof, Andy? It's the last thing that is going to be stolen. The roof sheets <laughs> will be stolen long before 
Um, the geese will be Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros this evening. Fabulous discussion around April Fool's Day ads, what caught us and what didn't. Uh, the coronation spoof on Peter Stuyvesant 50 years ago gets Andy's hero and, cor- and uh, then Tracker gets a zero for the smart geezer. Uh, not too many smart geezers, it would seem. Ha <laughs> ha. Involved in that particular one, Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros.